0: Hey, Freaks, this is Phil, and we are celebrating our fifth anniversary with a special night of storm stories and favorite
1: shows. And and he started that up, and he came back, and he says, I'll help you take calls, and I'll help you see But he said, I've got the door open to the basement. And he said, when I say go, you slap on the the music and and go.
0: Plus, we'll be taking your questions and comments about the last
1: five years, all coming
0: up on this episode of the Stormfront Freaks.
2: Going green. (laughs)
3: Greenwich. Saddle man. You got a boss.
0: Hey, welcome, everybody, to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. It's a part of the Stormfront Freaks network. We want to do a great shout-out and thanks to our Patreon members, For supporting the show. Uh, We want you all to share your favorite show memories and ask the Freaks questions. So be sure to use the chat tonight so we can compile some of those for later in the episode. Uh, You can also join us live during our video recording if you'd like to be a part of this and get in on all the extras. You just got to go to patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Uh, I also just mailed out uh, some of these sweet new trucker hats uh, that we got for our our EF five merch level members of which uh, Dan of those, Dan is one of those as well. So he, uh, he's going to be getting this hat and, and freaks. I got one for each of you too. Sweet. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm going to wait till I maybe get a little bit more something else that I can mail to you. So I'm not just mailing you a cap, of, something of, heavier. Cause something. if it's heavy, it's expensive. <laughs> something. So anyway, so that's cool. Uh, so th- those are kind of some of the cool things that we, that we give, a- give away to our Patreon members. Uh the other show in our Stormfront Freaks Network is the El Ninos, right? The the Tornado Hunters podcast. They just had um their El Reno tornado commentary episode. Uh just went over a thousand downloads. So uh they're they're doing extremely well. Their latest episode, listen to this guys, it features an extreme sports athlete, Brett Tippy. It it was hilarious. If you haven't listened to greg and the uh, tornado hunters and their podcast on our feed you got to check out some of those those shows but it's just funny because they have they basically have non-weather people typically as guests and then they start showing them videos and talking about crazy storm chasing stuff and you know just kind of getting the average joe on the street kind of feedback about storm chasers it's kind of cool uh but hey it's always happy hour on the show gives us a chance to introduce our co-host tonight You know, I I can't remember, MJ, if we did this from day one, I think we did. I believe Um, so. This was one of the things that we've had going since episode one. And the whole idea was, you know, in a podcast, you got to try to introduce all the voices so people know who the heck is talking. And so you got to do an introduction. And one of the great ways to do an introduction, I thought, and also give people the idea that it's, you know, it's a really laid back show. We like to have fun. It's like a bunch of people playing poker around the poker table, shooting pool at the bar, and we're talking weather, and it's kind of fun. But one of the ways to do that is just thought, hey, let's go around the horn, find out what people are drinking, um, and, and we've had all kinds of concoctions when we talk about this. But MJ, I'm going to start up with you, our Skywarn coordinator in Minnesota. What are you drinking tonight?
1: All right. I'm back to an old staple, but it's a tall Captain and Coke tonight.
0: Ah, getting ready for the fishing trip, I see. Yes, correct very good you're, you're uh what, what do you call it it's training it's training yep. kid montage yep. training what do you get what
3: are you gonna, what are you gonna fish what are you looking for
1: a fish um okay walleyes
4: are walleyes
1: are our are, are, are favorite but we'll okay. take anything
0: all right then serena our former meteorologist at the mount washington observatory what are you drinking tonight
5: I guess I'm the designated driver tonight. Um, I'm drinking a water, but (laughs) it's
6: called
5: called cloud water. And so it's a blackberry, lemon, rosemary, sparkling beverage. And it's delicious. But yeah, I had had to be good tonight.
4: Is that actually like water from cloud? Like a cloud?
5: Isn't all water from a cloud, Brady? Wait a
4: second. <laughs> Not I'm going to have to think about that one. Wow. <laughs>
5: it's
0: like,
4: just Brady
6: first,
0: the you. chicken or the egg? What, what, <laughs> Here uh, we go. Did the water become the cloud or did the cloud form the water? <laughs> hey, all right, there we got Maz, our former on-camera meteorologist in Cincinnati and Michigan and o- Omaha, I think, and who knows where else. But Maz, what oh, are yeah. you drinking?
3: Uh, by the way, I'm just really relieved because uh, Serena didn't, didn't put a comment a comma intersection. her she goes i'm drinking water but my like, water but oh my <laughs> gosh i don't even want to know okay so i'm having a my second basil hayden uh bourbon awesome Sweet. nice yes
0: very good all right and then brady our atmospheric science uh degree holder from ohio state university what are you drinking man
4: Go Bucks! First of all, second of all, uh, this is a little old fashioned, a uh, little with a little oh, orange peel, a little Woodford, and a little old fashioned mix. So stepping it up, Woodford,
3: tonight. Woodford, yeah.
0: Cool. Good. So all right. So this this is a you know an interesting show tonight because we really wanted to kind of as as we're celebrating our fifth anniversary, like our first episode uh, we released. We're, we're actually you know, slightly late from our fifth anniversary, but I believe it was in May, MJ. Uh, first episode May of 2016 and so uh, we're celebrating our fifth anniversary and thought it'd be fun to just kind of number one we rarely talk uh, ourselves right it's always about the guests that we have on or Dan it's usually one of those two things <laughs> right. we're always talking about those folks and uh, and so we just thought this would be kind of a cool opportunity for us to, to kind of talk about our memories and our thoughts and and uh, some of the things in our lives from from a weather standpoint so I, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit first off cuz we always ask our guests, right? Like what what was the what was the weather event in your life that, you know, opt, you know, had you go the weather route or or had you become a meteorologist or storm chaser or emergency manager or what, you know, whatever it happens to be. So I, I kind of want to find out from you guys what what that was for you and and I'm going to start with Brady. Brady, you've you've been with us since the beginning as well. Um what, what was that for you? What was the big weather event? You went and got a degree and must have been something.
4: Yeah, I mean, there was, I don't know if I had a particular weather event that sparked my meteorology obsession, I'd call it. Uh, you know, I, I would feel like the, the the probably my most memorable storm that I've had, um, you know, was in Ohio. And this was probably back in the summer of, of actually, probably around the, the time that I joined the podcast in the summer of 2016. Uh, we had, you know, I was up at a, a friend's house, uh, up on, uh, you know, Hoover Dam, which is a lake in here in Columbus, Ohio. And there was a, a storm coming and there was a risk for severe storms that day. And, and one of the SPC things had said, which was rare, uh, they said there was a, you know, a, the environment was kind of right for downbursts, um, which is, you usually don't see that in an SPC outlook. So that kind of had my attention. So I saw the storm coming and it, you know, it looked like the typical uh, you know gust front that Ohio usually gets, where you you have a, a line of of storms that's coming at you, and it's, it, you know pretty black, right? Because Ohio gets a lot of those a lot of those lines. Um, and and so I got in my car and I was actually driving home. I was by myself, and you know it started to rain pretty heavily, and, and it was really windy. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like you know it it was raining really strong and lightning. Then all of a sudden, like I literally couldn't see. I went from being able to see maybe 30, 40 feet in front of me to not even be able to see like a foot. And I had my windshield wipers going crazy. And and, and no joke, my car started to rock. And I was freaking out. And and I actually saw, you know, uh, I pulled into a neighborhood because I legitimately could not see. And this was in the middle of the day. Uh, and, And I just looked to my right. And I, you know, there was about a tree maybe five feet away from me. I just see it snap in half. And, and, and at that point I'm freaking out because, you know, I, the winds that, that had to have been, you know, it, it had to have been 80 or 90 mile an hour winds and I had never been in anything. And I've never seen a tornado. Um, I had never been in anything like that. So, um, you know, I pulled over and my car was shaking and, and rocking and it was wild. And then it, it, it was, it was done in about a minute, you know, it lasted about a minute and stopped. And then, and then, you know, it, it was continuing to rain heavy, but it wasn't like the wind just died. And it was the, the weirdest thing ever, and I could just see all around me. Just trees were there was a fence that was just ripped like off of its posts. Uh, I even took a picture and, and, and sent it to the National Weather Service because at the time I thought it was I legitimately thought it was a tornado uh, because of how you know how wild it was and how you know my car was shaking and and how many trees were down. Um, and, and then they actually responded to me in an email letting me know it was actually it was confirmed later to be a downburst. Uh, and and it was it was wild. So that's the craziest thing I've ever experienced firsthand. And I was glad I my car didn't flip.
0: So did something change after that for you? I mean, what, did you like? What did that moment go, man?
4: Yeah, I mean,
0: it change anything? I guess, it it definitely just did. In a cool weather. Event.
4: To be to be honest, it it like I always loved storms. It actually made me a little bit more timid when approaching storms, uh, and I had a little bit more respect for them because. Previously, I, you know, I'd seen all these, you know, documentaries and, and I've been watching Re Timmer and a lot of their storm chasers and they just drove right through it, you know? So I was like, oh, whatever. But, but being in it kind of, it really kind of put, put the fear of God in my, in my eyes in terms of storms. And I just started respecting them a lot more, uh, you know, when, when I did chase, which was sparse but also like, for example, lightning, right? I, I, I started to respect lightning a lot more. And whenever I, when the storm got close, I used to run outside on my golf course or not on my golf course, but on the <laughs> golf course I lived on, like in the middle of a storm and there's lightning coming down left and right. Like I don't do that anymore. Right. So it, it's, it's just a, it gave me a respect for mother nature. Uh, and I think that's ultimately a good thing. Right. Cause I think if not, I might've been a maniac, maniac storm chaser. You would have seen me on Twitter and I would have been a weather fool. So
6: Yeah
0: hey i i keep offering to have you come storm chase with me and you keep turning me down so i i think i don't think you would have been a maniac anything storm chase oh man well
4: you okay to be fair you gave me like two weeks notice and i you know i can't i can't do that you gotta be ready yeah i hear you all right
0: matt so maz you've been with us uh from day one yeah and we've we've never talked about any big weather event in your life so i'm personally curious because i've never asked you that either
3: I don't have a story like Brady. I don't own a, own a golf course or anything like that. But, wow. Uh, <laughs> anyway. No, uh, I, I'll take you back. It was 1975. I know that's before Wait. Serena Ooh, and everybody gee, was born, right? So 1975 was a freak year. I was like fifth, fifth or sixth grade, something like that. And it started in January 10th with the big blizzard in Omaha, um and then it was just like four months later may 6th of 1975 when the huge tornado that was the biggest thing for me but you put the two together and it was 1975 they had this massive tornado it was an ef4 that actually came through and um it was like just blocks from my house Now i'm a kid i'm a little kid and of course at the time you want to see it because the school sends every, you know, they're like, students will be going home early today. Please go straight home. And you're like, what's going on? You know, you grab your bike and stuff and you're flying home because the sky looks freaky. And I remember the teacher saying the kids were totally squirrely that day. Now, I'm not a weather psychologist or anything like that, but I remember that stuck in my head that they were the teachers were like they, the kids were just freaky that day. So I got home. And then they had this tornadoes that were being sighted just Southwest. And it was just literally blocks that, that developed from uh, my house from where we we're staying. And of course, at that age, do the parents let you come out and look at it? No, you got to go underneath the stairs and while they go outside and they look at the tornadoes and that really ticked yes. me off. Right. I mean, and so <laughs> I always wanted to see it. If you ever get the opportunity you can go to uh, Omaha.com or just type in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, May 6, 1975, and they have fantastic. I mean, maybe I'll even, I'll share this on our, um, uh, on our show notes area. It The swath that came through was an EF4, and it was phenomenal. As a matter of fact, my mom decided to leave work just early because she started to hear the sirens go off, which is probably the worst time to go, but she left. And the next day when she came back, there was a giant cinder block that had come through the roof and landed in her chair. So it's one of those things where yeah, it was probably a good idea to actually go home. So wow. ever since 1975, I've had an interest in weather. Like what the heck causes all that stuff? The blizzard was phenomenal. They had three, f- not three foot. They had snowdrifts. Cause I was a paper boy that went over the second story of the apartment complex buildings that I was delivering to. So you couldn't get in the door. It was just what an amazing weather year that was. Unfortunately, like 70 people died. It was like 58 from the blizzard and like 12 from the tornado. But the excitement as a kid seeing that I was like, what the heck is this? You know, that's what got me interested in it. So.
7: And
0: did, I mean, did you know at that point uh, that you wanted to be, no, in weather or doing something in weather or no? No,
3: I, I uh, my my cousin told me once that I used to send her letters, and at the top I would put like, "It's forty five degrees and cloudy," <laughs> and I was like, "I don't yeah. I don't even remember that right," but it was literally. <laughs> I went to school for computer science, and when I got like sophomore year, I think it was all my professors were from like Iraq and Iran, which I think you could do back then. And it was very difficult to understand them. And I remember in class, we were all looking around going, when they leave the room, be like, does anybody know what the heck they're saying? I'm like, I'm paying 500 bucks for this class. And so I changed majors. So if you're Iranian or Iraqi, don't get mad at me. I just couldn't understand what the heck they were saying. So I switched majors and I'm like, yeah, I got all this calc. I got this computer science. What am I going to do? I took a geography class and it was like volcanoes. And the other half was weather. And from that, I was cooked from that moment. It's like it all came Russian back. And I'm like, that's right. And by the way, when I say, when I say Russian, I don't mean the country. So just saying <laughs> that, okay? We <laughs> 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 don't
5: do need to insult any more nationalities. Exactly.
3: Wow, right? Already Spending there's like everybody. Oh my God. drone strikes coming in. Anyway. Defending everybody.
0: All right. Uh, MJ. So MJ's also been with us from the beginning. And and I'll be honest, MJ, you're my brother. And I've never asked you, like, is was there ever some big <laughs> weather event for you that that really got you even more interested?
1: Well, well, you know, like Maz, it's it where where, you know, the parents, when there's a storm, they rush you all downstairs and then they go out and look at it, or dad yeah. did, right, all the time. And so I always had I always wanted to look. I always had that interest in storms growing up. But really, probably what turned me toward, and again, I'm right. I, I, I'm in I'm education. I'm an educator, um, administrator, whatever. Uh, but I do the, I've, I've always for a long time done the Skywarn uh, spotting and been part of emergency management and uh, got into ham radio and, you know, those kinds of things f- for those, for this reason. Um, take you back to spring of 1990, May, actually, May of 1990. I was teaching in here in South Dakota, uh, my first teaching job. And uh, my my side hustle was working at thirteen forty Kijv and UROC ninety two. You know, uh, uh, tiny little uh, radio stations uh, with uh, in uh, in the middle of nowhere, right? Um, market number four ninety seven. I don't know something like okay. that. Anyway, um, the. Uh, um, I was doing, you know, I was working there and it was a Friday, you know, Friday evening because what does a single person in here in South Dakota do on (laughs) Friday evening? Go work at the radio station. Um, And we had a severe weather event coming across the South Dakota and it was a major, it was a big deal. Uh, um, And there, and and so in those days, there was no internet, there was no, you know, anything. Uh, Huron actually had a WFO, uh, a uh, National Weather Service Forecast Office which is not there anymore. Um, So we would call them, right? We get on the phone and call them, find out what's going on. But we had an AP Newswire. And so it would spit out all the watches and warnings and all those kinds of things. And of course, we had a connection so that when they issued a warning, we could put it on the air, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, But it was just, they were just coming, bing, 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 bing. And, you know, I knew what our listening area was and I knew, and, and we knew what the protocol was. And I started rattling them off as soon as they started getting within the listening area. Um, and they, it's, it's like the wire just exploded. It was just one after another, just bing, 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 bing. They were coming and there was the weather channel. And so we had that up on, on the TV. And so every, you know, every eight, every 10 minutes I could see a a radar, you know, to see where it was and where it was going. Um, but I just, something clicked and I got into this routine of just bing, 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 read them, read them, read them, read them. We went into EBS mode. Uh, which was the first time that had ever happened for me. Um, you know, it was just me giving the reports and once in a while uh, filling it with, you know, a two minute something so that I could run and get more paper off the thing and <laughs> read the next, you know, uh, read the next yeah. thing. And uh, it just, I could, we could just see it progressing from West to East, right. In and in just in a straight line and here on in beetle County. Um, and the first, you know, first a severe weather warning came out for beetle County. And I announced that I'm taking phone calls too. people are calling, right? When's the big wind coming, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Literally. That's what, you know, one gal asked me that. And, uh, so I'm taking phone calls. I'm doing all this stuff and I'm in there by myself and I'm just rattling these off. And, and all of a sudden comes the tornado warning for beetle County. And, and all of a sudden I had this little, Whoa, you know, okay, that's us. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and I had the report and I ran it, you know, from the, the, the weather radio, you know, report. Um, and it was bearing down on Huron. I mean, literally, and I'm kind of like, okay, I just keep rattling them off and reading did, did the train tech, reading for that, right. Reading the script and telling people to be safe and where to go and, you know, doing all those kinds of stuff. And probably two minutes after that warning was issued, my program director comes charging in the back door. He says, I've been listening to you since, you know, I was in wound socket at a, at a baseball game. And I said, I got in the car. I said, I come up here. You've been doing fabulous, but did you start the generator? And I went, uh, no. <laughs>
5: like I haven't gotten I haven't, out of my seat. I right,
1: exactly. <laughs> I haven't gotten out of my chair and uh, just to get the next thing off the paper, you know, and keep reading it. And I had to go simulcast with the FM and there's all this kinds of stuff. And so he goes, all right, I'll do that. He runs down. He starts the generator, you know, and um, and I, I had no idea what it was like outside, um, and and he started that up and he came back and he says I'll help you take calls and I'll help you see but he said I've got the door open to the basement and he said when I say go you slap on the the music and and go, and I'm like serious, and he said yes, <laughs> and so he's standing looking out the door, and I didn't realize so we and literally we had a tornado an F two pass probably a mile maybe a mile and a half from the studio which was on the an edge of town um and he was watching it I didn't get to see it <laughs> oh, but I man. sat through, through that whole it, thing and there was some there were there we didn't I, there were no, we no loss of life as part of it but there was some damage and so we reported and talked about those things afterwards but that was just an incredible event that it, like like Phil said why well, you don't how do you train for that you know it's just, those of you that have been in broadcasting you're all you know used to that um and and i had a couple of things since then but that was the one that was the one that got me going
3: so. mj when the when the director said go did you pee a little just a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> i yeah, didn't feel i, was, like I didn't, that, haven't left my seat at all and then when he said go oh that I was went. crazy yep. <laughs> go <laughs> <So> go <laughs> all right so there you go all right wow that's, that's wild
0: That is good. All right. So Serena, so you're kind of the rookie. You're, you're the baby of the group. Man, totally. (laughs) Um, And, and you, you're actually the one person in our group. That's actually been a guest. You've been a guest on the show. You started as a guest. Um, and the one person in the group tonight, we, we have a few others that are part of the freaks that started off as guests as well. But, um, I don't know that I remember that we asked you that question when you were on. What 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 was the weather event that kind of changed your life a little bit? Made you pee just a little bit?
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the um, the event that made me pee just a little bit was uh, I I was actually born and raised in in the Caribbean, and it was in the way Southern Caribbean where the waters like beautiful and the weather's nice all the time. Like it's further south than hurricanes go. And so uh, we moved to Aurora, Colorado, a suburb of Denver in 1980. And um, all of a sudden, like springtime comes and, you know, springtime in the Rockies and these thunderstorms come and there's massive thunderstorms and there's lightning and thunder and pouring rain and hail. And then all of a sudden, my mom um, is looking out the the front door of the house and i don't remember what it was but i like remember running like between her legs or under her arm or something like that next to her and i actually have a picture um if it shows oh no maybe it won't show oh that's just that's okay. I'll. Uh, I can do it another time. Other some way other side, way. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. Anyway. So I've. So there you go. Yeah. You go. So we look out the window and um, or out the door, and and there's this, you know, this tornado right there. And my parents, I guess, were <laughs> not as protective as your parents. My parents let me stand there and watch it the whole time. So we watch it, you know, come down and and go across and keep going, and then go back up again and it was the first time i ever saw a tornado it was the first time i saw a thunderstorm and it just triggered something in me and i was i was done from that moment on she my parents said that every time i went to school and like brought home artwork from like kindergarten and first grade it was you know a girl being chased by a tornado and i wrote the word help h a l p on on every paper so it's like just days and days of this like kids work coming back with tornadoes and stuff on it so at that age. And I remember it vividly. It just, that was, that was the beginning of the end. And so I didn't know what a meteorologist was. I didn't know that that was a thing, you know, it was five years old, but I just had this incredible fascination with weather. And so I knew I wanted to be a meteorologist. I remember posting like forecasts on my bedroom door as a young girl. Um, anytime there was a, a story in our local newspaper about like the monsoons in Bangladesh or something, I'd cut it out and stick it on the door for people to read. Um, I was just totally fascinated, and I did every science fair project from eighth grade all the way through till I, I graduated high school was on weather, um, and I was just completely focused on tornadoes and severe thunderstorms and. Uh, that was, I mean, from five years old, that was it. That was, that was the storm. That was the tornado. I wish I knew the exact date of it. I need to try to go back and look somehow document that.
3: Where were you born?
5: In Curaçao in the Netherlands Antilles.
3: Nice. Oh, that's a beautiful area. Dang. So you've been before mass. No, but I want to, <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to said- go. S- I want to go see where Serena was born and plant a flag and be like, this is where Serena was born. <laughs> this
5: is where I'm from. You said that with such authenticity, though, about how beautiful. You could, you no, I was just me. looking
3: at a map. I'm like, where is she from, Venezuela? No. Honduras? <laughs> no.
0: All right, so I, I want to know this. So we've also got uh, Dan Wallace, one of our Patreon VIPs, is on with us tonight. And Dan, I I know you're big in weather and, and a big weather geek like the rest of us. What What's your story? What, what's your uh Weather story that's got you doing all the crazy stuff you do.
2: Well, um, I grew up in in uh, northeastern Oklahoma, Broken Arrow, just outside of Tulsa, and I guess it wasn't really a specific event, but it was just being woken up every night. Um, you know, having to take shelter, and it was year after year. And instead of being on the defensive, as I grew up, I wanted to be more on the offensive and instead of being chased by it rather chase the storm. So,
0: and you so so that was it. I mean, it started there that that's what you, you wanted to do. What, what was kind of the, what would you say is the first weather specific thing that you got involved in or actually started doing?
2: Well, when I was, uh, when I was in high school, I got my ham radio license and, uh, and, um, shortly after that you know started doing skywarn activities and I, I do recall growing up um i had a friend that was also interested in weather and instead of like going out and playing army or or other uh, activities necessarily we played weather office <laughs> and so we would you <laughs> had a phone and we would take the call and go on the air and like whether it was a radio station or a tv station we were that's what we were doing it was is it is that like playing doctor only with weather yeah. <laughs> no no i don't
1: think so you, you practiced though that's, that's really cool
2: set. it was just i mean very nerdy i mean super
4: nerdy
5: dan we would have totally been best friends (laughs) nerds are great dan
4: nerds rule the world so wave the flag
5: i'll play weather office today we got a tornado warning. okay we got
2: to go on the
4: air (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right serena just told everybody she's gonna play weather office with you (laughs) yeah Yeah, anybody she'll play it with anybody (laughs) all right so i'll say this before we go to break I'll, i'll share mine and and uh you know, as MJ talked about, you know, we grew up. I, I was never really afraid of the weather, and partly because our our parents didn't make like it was some big deal. It was just okay. Let's go downstairs, and you know, our dad would go up and check and do all that stuff. So I was never afraid of it. But it was. Uh, it really was. Wasn't until I had moved to Wisconsin. Uh, this was two thousand four, uh, June twenty third, two thousand four. And I was in I was in my office. I had just moved up to Wisconsin. I had moved my business up there, uh, had an office in Kakauna, Wisconsin, uh, just just a little south of Green Bay. And um, I was actually had someone in my office. We were talking and I had heard earlier that day, you know, there were potentially thunderstorms coming, whatever. But I had the radio kind of the FM radio on just kind of quiet in the background in my office while I was sitting there talking with somebody. And all of a sudden, uh, the lights flickered in the office. And I thought, ooh, okay, because you know I had heard there's now some thunderstorm warnings and stuff for the area. And then uh, maybe 15 seconds later, the lights went out. And I thought, whoa, something must be going on. So I walked out of my office, took a left to one of the side doors out of the office building. It wasn't the front of the office, it was a side door. And I just first looked out the window of the door and I see pink insulation falling from the sky <laughs> in, in very like snow, just kind of slowly drifting down. It wasn't blowing. It wasn't, it was just falling from the sky. And I thought, Hmm. So I opened the door cause there was nothing in, you know, in front of me, it was just falling insulation and I walk outside and I take a left on the sidewalk to go to the front of the building. And, um, I look, uh, t- kind of north would be north towards the front of the building and there i'd say about 300 yards in front of me uh was a tornado
3: whoa and it was right That's there awesome. it, had, it had passed Yikes. us
0: um it just missed us there there was a uh a truck it was kind of an industrial area and there was a bunch of semi tractor trailers uh in a business like right next to us and it flipped uh, a number of those uh trailers over and some upside down and flipped them around on top of each other. And you know I'd never, didn't hear any of that, uh, but looked and here's this tornado, but it wasn't more than 10 seconds, 15 seconds at the most. And it roped out and fizzled out right in front of me, but it was right there. And, and then within about another one minute, boom, here come all the police cars, you know, lights, you know, shutting down roads and all this stuff. And, and it really literally went right by me and wow. I had no clue.
3: Wow. Wow, so that did you, was pretty cool. Did you chuck a bottle at it and say I "Have a drink not. on me"?
0: <laughs> I I wasn't. Had I been drinking, I was in the is, office. Is that, so was, is, that, is that a thing?
6: Is
5: that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Only the extreme does it. Right?
0: If you she have enough, started.
3: it's a thing. Okay. So, so
0: I mean that that's what really got me, you know, a little more interested in weather, and and slowly kind of working over the years into doing more and more, and and now chasing. You know, I, I my. I've, I've kind of chased locally for a long time, but in Wisconsin and Minnesota and Ohio, you, you don't get a lot of big supercells. It's a lot of, you know, bow echoes and, and QLCS storms and spin up tornadoes from that stuff. And, uh, and I went out to the plains for the first time, just, uh, in 2017 was the first time I went out to the plains chasing and was just in awe of the towers. And the supercells and how freaking huge they are. Uh, just that hooked me as well and caught me. And I've been going downhill ever since.
5: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: But uh, good time. So, hey, you guys know because it's summertime, people are pulling out the RVs, their motorcycles for their summer road trips. And how many times have you been caught in traffic or beneath an overpass uh, due to the weather? It, it always slows you down from getting to your destination, those people that can't drive in rain. So now there's an app that can make your trip more enjoyable, faster, and best of all, safer. The Drive Weather app, it shows you the forecast on your route at the time you're expected to be at each point, which is what's so cool about it, right? It tells you the forecast everywhere you're going at the moment you're supposed to be there. Uh, It's got an interactive time slider at the bottom that lets you change your departure time and see how the forecast might affect the weather on your route if you leave at a different time. So you might find that if you delay your trip an hour, you might miss that rain in the city that's gonna slow you down for two hours, right? And actually help you get there faster. Um, Don't get caught on the roads at the wrong time. Drive Weather is available on iOS and Android. You just gotta visit your app store and download Drive Weather for free or just visit driveweatherapp.com and, and learn more about it. So, hey, we're gonna take our first break. The Tornado Trackers, they're gonna be talking about sharing chase duties on this edition of Tracker Chat. We'll be right back with more from the freaks and uh, questions
8: and comments for you. Let's all go to the lobby
6: to get ourselves
8: a trade. Welcome to Tracker Chat, the storm chasing podcast inside of the other weather podcast. My name is Jeremy Eman, uh, and I'm joined by my chasing partner and friend Gabe Cox and uh, unfortunately, our other third chasing partner Jeff Mangum is out this week. But this week on Tracker Chat, we want to talk about how to share uh, storm chasing duties while out with a team chasing storms uh, in an effort to maximize strengths, be the most efficient, and just kind of so that you don't get mad at each other because emotions can run high on a chase uh, and. Yeah, so you just want to kind of, you want to be friends at the end of the chase and hopefully have some good footage and be in the right place at the right time. Uh, Gabe, what jumps out to you as um, your key tips for maximizing strengths while on a chase?
7: Yeah, so the one thing that we have talked about as a team consistently is that when the three of us are together, it's the ideal number. Um, So three people in the car really is the perfect number for sharing duties that way everyone can focus on a specific task so for me i think having a driver who's dedicated to driving eyes fully on the road and they are situationally aware um, of other chasers of hazards on the road and around our vehicle that's uh, really important and then having someone if you can have someone who can focus on uh, navigation and forecasting that's, that's a really nice thing to have. Just someone who can really sit in the information that's coming out. Um, especially as things start to go, when you have storms firing all around, if someone can really focus on what's happening, um, and looking at the latest model runs and, uh, observations locally, and then looking at the map and seeing what is the actual best route. Um, and then kind of the, the one that I like to focus on just cause that's what I love to do for work as well as filmmaking and having someone who can be dedicated to uh, shooting and taking photos. Um, It's a little hard to juggle all three of those. That's why we've talked about chasing solo. And I think all three of us agreed that it's, it's kind of the last resort. I hate it with a passion.
8: Oh my god, And I know
7: Jeremy, I think you do too. That's because you have to juggle all those things and it's just a lot, but yeah, I think if you can have at least three people that doesn't, I, it hardly ever happens where it lines up perfectly like that. But when it does, it's, it feels like the magical number for us.
8: Yeah, absolutely. I would say um, three is the number for us. It may not be the number for you. Um, it's going to take some trial and error getting out on the road and, 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 you know, having some less than fun chases uh, kind of reassessing and figuring it out. Go with people you enjoy, go with people you trust, Yeah. Uh, go with people who are good at what they do. And um, you want to enjoy storm chasing at the end of the day. It shouldn't be uh, something that you dread or something that you walk away from uh, feeling defeated or discouraged. Uh, our team, we kind of um, have kind of some unspoken uh language that we use we kind of know uh, what we're gonna do and who's gonna be doing what and, and things like that so that just comes with time but yeah i would i would echo Gabe that uh i hate chasing alone it just it feels <laughs> like it's a, it, it turns it into a job almost i'm like i don't wanna yeah i don't know if i like this feeling uh i'd rather have this be it can be overwhelming experience.
7: in the middle of it
8: totally totally overwhelming and i think you touched um, on
7: something important too when talking about sharing duties you're going to want to share duties with someone that you trust. And luckily, that happened quickly for our team. I mean, we right off the bat, all three of us chased together and we're like, yeah, you don't want to hand off forecasting duties to someone who you don't think can forecast well, or navigation duties to someone who doesn't know how to use a map very well, or you know, hand off your camera to someone who doesn't shoot well. So um, I think all all three of us can do all three of those duties well and so it makes it easy and we switch it up every now and then um who's the driver who's shooting primarily um but yeah having having one or two people or or more if you want to party in the car that you really trust um that makes a huge difference and it makes it a lot easier to let go of those other things that you can't focus on well
8: totally and i would say for the last thing for me uh, just thinking about uh Storm chasing is about 90% kind of just driving and not seeing a storm, yeah. and 10, 10% actual chasing. And so you're going to want to, you know, find some friends, some teammates who you can sit in a car with for an extended period of time, uh, and have meals with, and and things like that. I know that's that's it's not always possible, but uh, maybe kind of start there because that's going to be the biggest bulk of your time. Alrighty. Well, this has been Tracker Chat. We've been the Tornado Trackers. You can find us all over the internet at Tornado Trackers on Twitter, Instagram. Our website is tornadotrackers.org. And on that website, we have uh, a store. Uh, Gabe, is there anything featured on the store right now that you want to mention?
7: Um, I think the biggest uh, selling item we have so far uh, are the t-shirts that we have.
8: Heck yeah, those super good looking, very stylish, very cool t-shirts. If you're heading back to school or something like that, you want to look fresh, uh, let the world know that you appreciate Storms. Uh, Get one of those t-shirts. Thanks so much to the Stormfront Freaks guys for allowing us to tag along on their podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, This has been Tracker Chat. Uh, We'll see you next time.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thanks for celebrating five years with us tonight. We want to hear from you and our Patreon members as well. We're going to talk about some of our favorite memories and, and maybe a little behind the scenes, give you a sneak peek into uh, what went into putting this show together. Um, and, and I wanted to share with, with you guys, because I don't know if we've shared this. A- MJ and I might be the only ones, uh, because when... when I got the idea to put this thing together. I had been listening to podcasts, and so I was aware of podcasts and like that format. And Brady, I was actually up at a, at an Ohio State uh, Weather Club symposium, and uh, had just been sitting in on that uh, and listening to some things. And I thought, you know, th- this would be kind of cool to do a weather or storm podcast, right? It was what I thought. So. So I started looking into, okay, what else is out there? And at the time, there were really only two other podcasts that were regular, uh, had a regular schedule, were putting stuff out. And and both of them were more um, based directly to, like they would talk about just weather stuff. You know, like they would even talk about sunny days and... Uh, just stuff that to me w- wasn't as interesting, right? I was all about the storms and the power of weather, and and that's what I wanted to focus on. So I thought I'm I'm going to do something like that. But my first call was, of course, to my brother uh, Mark MJ and and uh, because not you know, sure I'm, why, but well, <laughs> listen, you, you know, I knew obviously he was interested in weather as well and been doing stuff with amateur radio and his county Skywarn group and. Uh, he's also, he's, he's very good technically with a lot of the technical stuff Nerd. that, that <laughs> sure. Uh, like I said, wa- wave the flag, man. Nerds are sweet. I love nerds. So I, I, I proposed it to him said, Hey, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want to do. And, and, you know, you want to do it with me? And he said, absolutely. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Um, but then I thought, well, we got to find somebody with uh, some actual weather background right like <laughs> ne- neither of us had any real credibility necessarily in weather um and so i thought well, we better find somebody well i knew a guy and his name was mark massaro uh who's a friend of mine that that i had worked with and i knew he was previously an, an on-air tv meteorologist and so i thought i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask him maybe you know maybe he wants to do something for fun on the side and so I proposed it to Maz, and and of course uh, he said yes too. And I thought, well, cool, this is going to be a blast, going to be fun. Now I would have never told you I thought we would have made it five years, or we'd still be doing this five <laughs> years later.
9: Um, <laughs> but, cool. but
0: but I you know but I but I kind of knew we had a goal. Well, part of my part of my other goal was to to um, I want to have a little education. I mean, our, our goal has always been to be entertaining, right? I wanted to make this kind of a late show format, tonight show format kind of a deal. With guests and have fun and and joke around with each other, uh, but I wanted a little little bit right, like you pee a little bit. I wanted to to have a little education in it as well, and so I thought it it would be kind of cool if we could get a college student, right? And maybe they could put it on their resume and they were part of a weather podcast and give them an opportunity to get in front of a bunch of you know cool weather people and and so I started researching uh, some schools uh that were well known for their weather programs and put some feelers out there and i got a couple of uh some feedback from some of them but i ended up just going because uh, i got some feedback from ohio state and i'm in cincinnati i just thought that would be a lot easier and and so i talked to them and i had a couple people call me that were interested right in being a part of this crazy podcast that hadn't started and brady was one of them and so I kind of did these interviews with them, and and uh, Brady was just Brady, right? He was just all excited. He was all
4: gung ho. You, <laughs> you know. wanted someone educated instead. You got me. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I got you, and we still got you, right? So yeah, we're exactly. still feeling that pain. But uh, so uh, so that that's what got Brady on board, and uh, it, and then we had a couple storm chasers that aren't with us anymore, but but uh, they made it through at least a couple episodes they're alive. They
5: <laughs> yeah. just still the show. Alive. That's yeah. the hope yeah. Yeah. Right. as far as we know, right? Thank you for clarifying, mess. Yeah. I know.
3: I was yes. like mm, cuz no, we've I'll had the what. other.
0: They they are definitely still alive and I'll do a little sneak <laughs> peek towards the end uh, cuz we're hopefully going to have one of them uh, back on here shortly, but nice. uh, it, So that's how it started, but here's I want you guys to know uh, here were some of the name considerations MJ and I were talking about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? So we ended up with Stormfront Freaks. And part of that was because that website domain wasn't used yet. Um, right. That had you know had something to do with it. But here were some of the other ones: uh, got storms? Question mark? You know, like <laughs> you got uh-uh. milk? Kind of deal. Uh, talking storms. That was one of them. And storms and stuff.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>.
6: <laughs>
1: We've got a lot of stuff on this show. That's for sure. That one came in a close second. Got a lot of stuff. <laughs>
0: So so those those were those were three others. Now uh, and then I'll share some of the uh, these are some of the segment ideas that that we had been throwing around since day 1 and so the first one was uh, having a segment called weather moron. And you guys know what that's now changed into. <laughs> <Right>. Now weather <laughs> fools. #weatherfools but uh, uh, there were some people that just felt moron was maybe a little too harsh. <laughs> weather moron. So weather idiot. So, so we've adapted that um, we've had a couple you guys know we've had a couple uh, guests that are involved in putting together a storm chasing uh, video game right and uh, we had one one way back i think in in season one uh, and they're still they're still working on it right now but Uh, it was going to be called clueless gamer. So when this game comes out, we were, we were going to have like video of some of the people that were just had no clue what the hell they're doing, driving their vehicle around or getting out of the car and getting (laughs) struck by lightning or something cool like that. So that that might, that might still come. Uh, then we had one called Bullshit Twitter stories. There it is. Uh, and I don't know exactly what that is, but I had that written down um, <laughs> odd, odd weather reports and, and, and we had, we've, been, we've done in the past, we did like a, like a Ripley's believe it or not kind of weather stories. Yeah. We done a few times. That's right. Uh, then of course I always had a goal to have an educational segment and that started with Brady's storm
1: school, Brady's storm school, yes. This is
4: storm school where together we'll take an in-depth look into certain weather phenomenon, why they happen, where they happen, what causes them. Some topics we'll cover, well, things you might have never heard before or things you've heard a lot. Welcome to Storm School. Yeah. Class is in session. Started so that, running out of topics at the end, I feel that, like. That was
0: one of our first pre-recorded segments that we yeah. edited into the show. Like we like we do now, we'll have uh, like like tracker chat and... Uh, we've had a bunch of pre-recorded stuff that we'll. we'll so Brady's Storm School. Go back to episode one to twenty or something. Way back, you'll get that. Uh, Jill's Weather Minute. So my wife is Jill, and I thought it would be funny to get her to talk about something wet. You know, because she's not. She's not into weather. Like she's no.
1: And she would have no part of it. She's still married to me. That's part
0: of it. But I just thought that'd be funny to get someone that really (laughs) is just, is not a weather geek like me to talk about something, weather. And then here's the last one. We might still uh, do this one. Storm Chase music mix recommendations. Uh, So do some kind of segment where, you know, we recommend some cool songs for your Storm Chase mix or something, but. Uh, Oh, here's some good ones. Bonus content ideas. So when we started this MJ, you remember we, we did a couple different bonus episodes. Yep. So one was uh, a a bonus episode on storm photography. We actually did that. Um, and then here, here's a teaser. So one was on uh, do a bonus episode on storm chase setups. So Dan, you'll like this. Um, So we're going to have in the next couple of months. And, and we'll spa- we'll 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 space it out to some of our shows, but I've uh, we're gonna have uh, some storm chasers come on the show, and each show we'll have we'll we'll talk a little bit about something specific to chase setup, okay? Like forecasting and target areas, and and you know once storms start initiating, what they do, and so we'll, each show will kind of be different, and we'll have probably a couple chasers, but I've already got uh, go ahead from. Uh, Reed, Timmer, uh, Quincy Vagel Q, who, who was one mm-hmm. of the storm chasers initially on our show. These are all people that oh, are yeah. ready do really cool videos and do educational stuff already. Uh, Rachel Sanner, um, who, she was actually, uh, part of the freaks for a while. She's going to come on, uh, Picos Hank, uh, Shima's coming on, oh, yeah. uh, skip Talbot. Who's been on before he's coming yep. on, um, <laughs> uh i got a gal up in canada who's doing some cool uh educational videos right now uh that's coming on so this is gonna be awesome we're gonna pair them up and so we'll have a couple on each show and and we'll kind of talk and get their feedback on what they each do and get some ideas on forecasting and what they use and where they go and all that cool stuff so uh storm chase school i don't know what that was but it was an idea advanced spotter training maybe try and do our own sponsored by the Stormfront freaks but i don't think we'll do that uh skywarn radio training and registration that was an idea i had uh uh, which which was crazy anyway so so i want to do this and and i'm going to quick start with serena but i'm going to go around the horn so so most of you might know serena started as a guest right she was one of the guests that we had on she'd wrote uh, an awesome book called the weather story kids book about weather uh which is outstanding by the way weather story with francis fox check it out on amazon.com uh but we had serena on and, and th- there's been a few guests that we've had on that we've ended up bringing on the show as co-hosts because i i've just i've got a knack of telling when we have certain people on like oh uh, they're gonna be a good fit i mean they're just they're they're gonna be a good fit they can they can talk about fun cool stuff and they can have a good time and be laid back uh all that good stuff so so serena was a guest and i just kind of presented it to her uh if if she'd want to join us and and she accepted and she's still with us so that's a good sign right she has- it's been a whole like <laughs> four shows yeah, I'm not yeah. Going anywhere. So, so tell me so four. serena and this is what i'm going to do guys i want to go around the horn but serena i want to just find out your person what what were you thinking personally when you were asked to come on the show and going to be on the show, I, mean, I mean, what was going through your head personally?
3: I think he I means, th- what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs>
0: a little bit, a little bit. I, I really want to know what you were thinking, like Ooh. what what your thought process has been then and even now.
5: Well, I mean, you you guys had me at like, what are you drinking? You know, from that moment oh, on, I was, oh, I was like... I was like, we're in, this is good. No. Um, you know, I, I've always really enjoyed talking about the weather and trying to educate other people about it and just, you know, conversing about it. And, um, there are other podcasts out there that I've, I've been a part of as guests multiple times. Um, and it was really fun. I knew I liked it. And so when I was on with you guys, it was different than any of the other podcasts I had done. It was, And don't get me wrong. All the other podcasts were great. They're great experiences. I had a lot of fun. I felt like I was with friends when I talked with you guys. It wasn't like an interview. It's like it was like I knew everyone who was on the show for years and years. And it was just so fun and conversational and it was i just had a really good time i walked away from that and i was like wow that was that was a really fun show like i really enjoyed that so when you reached out phil i was i was thrilled i was like this is so great i would absolutely love to do this to do this you know every two weeks to sit down and have something awesome to drink and talk weather with friends i i really couldn't think of anything better so when you asked me i, I wish i could say well i thought about it and hummed it. no it was it was like a no brainer man it was a no brainer
0: Phil. I bribed you with that ten bucks. That ten dollars <laughs> did it.
4: We even got paid for that. Hey, one hey that's right. it's, too now. it's too late. Too late
3: now. Hey, all Phil. Right. Yeah, go ahead, man. When when she says, um, and all the other shows are really good. Don't get me wrong. What she's saying is she's hedging her bets in case this doesn't work out oh, here. Right.
0: <laughs> I get it. I, 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 I can't blame anybody for that. All right. all right, MJ. What MJ? What you know? When I called you. Um, trying to think if I was sitting on the toilet when I actually,
1: oh god, figures, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. D-M-R.
4: D-M-R. that's
1: right.
0: But no, what, what, what were your th- thoughts on this and, and since then? And in, in you five want, you want to do what? Yeah, <laughs> that was really, the... <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> no. no, 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 it was, that was a surprise in a way, um, for sure. But it, um, you know, I could say I'm, I'm a bit of a, technology nerd and and i i you know i'll raise that flag and uh no problem that's what i do right i'm in that area um for my for a living um and i've always been interested in podcasts so when you proposed it i thought yeah that sounds like it might be kind of fun um you left out an important part about when you asked maz to be on that his salary demands almost derailed it (laughs) um but you know um but but i i Again, I thought this would be a great, I mean, part of it was this would be a great way to learn more about podcasts and about weather because both, right? And so that was kind of a perfect thing uh, for me because it was the technology piece. I was going to be the sort of the technical producer of it. So it forced me to learn some things very quickly, which is okay. And I like that uh, and like to learn those new things. And and it was an area of interest that I had. Uh, so it was pretty easy. Plus I get to do some things with my brother and that was kind of fun too. Aww. So all of those things put together, it was uh, pretty, pretty easy to, pretty easy to say, let's go.
0: And, and I haven't asked you this, but now, I mean, five years, we've been doing this for five years now. Um, mm-hmm. did, did you have any idea that we would still be doing this and, and getting the numbers we get and everything else?
1: nope i thought a couple two three years would be the life of it is really seriously i kind of thought that was probably you know probably what it would be but so we've got great people and it's been fun and serena's right it's like a bunch of friends sitting around it was you know when we got together for that hundredth episode and and got a chance for some of us to to meet each other it was awesome it was like Mm -hmm. you know people that have been friends for several years you know and finally Mm -hmm. we got to be together so that was kind of cool too
0: all right maz so so you you were the next one i called because we needed some credibility and honestly when when you said yes i, I mean i thought cool man we, we got um even though you were no longer practicing meteorology right we got a meteorologist so for me <laughs> i'm like all right we're golden it's all downhill from right. here yeah what what were you thinking when you when you said yeah and Thought about this.
3: Well, by then I was actually going by meet urologist. So it, things had shifted <laughs> a lot. <clears throat> so <Wow>. no. <laughs> anyway. No, and I know I was number 47 oh. when you called, but uh, you know, <laughs> Phil, we're like brothers from other mudders and stuff. So MJ, that means I can borrow money from you, I think, in the future. Wow. Right? Wow. <clears throat> Just saying. But Man. let me say this. Let me oh, say this was oh, Phil's brain. Ch- this is Phil's brainchild. And I was just like, you know, we were friends. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'll help you out, whatever you want. It was it was his dream. And it's just nothing cooler than helping somebody go after their dreams. Okay. And then MJ gets in there. And I will tell you, everybody, you guys have been like, you guys are so perfect for the spots you're in. Like, like I could if you were to go down a list of people, I'd be like, Yep, Phil should be the main host. MJ should be the tech guy. You're MJ. You're really good at what you do. I know you're behind Thanks. the scenes all the time, but I'm just like, dude,
4: you are, you yeah.
3: like the, you glue it all together, man. So that's just, that's awesome. And, uh, um, just it's everybody, you know, it, it is, but, but you know what? It was just so much fun and it's really evolved a lot over the years. Um, I didn't think we'd make it five years, but, and I also thought if we did, we'd either have Sajak or, or you know, Leno or somebody on by now. You know. <laughs> yeah, letterman. Right. Letterman was a weatherman, right? I was like, when do way to get leatherman? Yeah. Letterman. Yeah, let's I've get Chris I've Chrissy tried. Snow, you
4: know. I've one tried of those both. From,
3: or Kyrie Irving or KD maybe with their
4: weatherman shoes. There you shoes. go. There you their go. weatherman but shoes, right?
3: But you know what? It's been fun. And some, some of my favorite parts... Where I mean the times that we just crack up, where we can't even breathe, you know, like the the skeletons. Skeletons. It's, oh,
0: it's- hey Kim, is is there a character in one of the books that's still trying to figure out screen sharing? Yes.
3: Wow, or- where are you now? I- <laughs> that- oh, my oh, goodness, Google. It's like. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh. cow. <laughs> okay.
6: Well. I, I, no, I'm not Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, Guys, can you hear me? <laughs>
9: we can hear you. I'm
6: saying this. You look a little thin. <laughs> I can't figure this out <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. There we go Okay is it gone <laughs> oh my God. Yes it's gone
3: <laughs> By far Where everybody's
6: voice is Because
3: you're cracking up so loud And tears are streaming down your face <coughs> Oh my gosh and, and I will tell you I remember watching Kim On the air And just so being so odd with everybody that was in their forte and, and having them on the show and it was just like, this is so cool, you know, and having Cantorion and just everybody was just so great. And everyone has brought their own connections, you know, so Brady has his connections and, you know, Dina has, everybody has their connections and it's just turned into this, it's like having, an, if, if you were to try to remake Friends with different people, the TV show would never work.
0: Brady got his grandma. That that was uh, definitely one yeah. of his connections.
3: That was good. <laughs> that was a big get.
0: Listener number one, I think. And when, the last thing I'll say oh, is God. when
3: you, Phil, when you slowed down to slow speed where we all oh, sound oh, like we're hammered,
9: oh, my gosh. Oh, Tonight, clear and mild. Then we're going to have warm nights and hot days. Is that a surprise? You know, I've done about 30,000 of these shows. And I I asked Susan Gere, (laughs) uh, how many ways can you say hot? Anybody got any ideas? (laughs) 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 Then maybe a little bit cooler uh, uh, Sunday, Monday time frame. A slight chance of rain with it. And for the allergies, a lot of us are having problems with this stuff. And we continue with the pollen and the the grass and weed pollen in the high category. Everything else is good. The uh, low this morning, uh, close to normal at a 70. The high this afternoon, 94, a little hotter than normal. We've been up to 106. That's not showing up right now. There's a lot of moisture in the atmosphere and it helps keep you a little bit cooler even though it doesn't feel like it. Wow. Is that me? Anybody else see that? (laughs) Okay. The 83, heat index 87. So that's how hot it feels out right now due to a rather high dew point coming in at 70. And Across the state, what do you say? It's 70s and it's 80s, not a lot of wind, and really, it's cooled off nicely. You just need a little bit of a breeze. Storm system roll by right now. We're going to be under the influence of high-pressure and a little low-pressure in the vicinity, too. But overall, it looks like we just continue hot. No surprise there. Lows? 70s uh, late tonight and tomorrow morning jump back throw me down loretta and those of you who have watched a long time or even just a short time i appreciate that thank you very much and i'm gonna slip back up here again
3: there's stuff i i seriously think at some point in time some of the major shows are going to see some of the stuff and they're going to go the storm for freaks will never sue us. So they'll take it and they'll make it theirs and it'll be hysterical. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right, Brady. What, uh, what about you, man? You went through, the, you went through the interview process. You're the only yeah. one that we actually interviewed. Yeah, <laughs> true. I,
4: I'll, I'll, I'll say this, you know, that was back, you know, I'm a junior in college. I was, I was nervous. I mean, I, I had, you know, my resume in front of me. I had, you know, typed out maybe a half a page of like notes. Uh, and, and I like even like got on Facebook or like LinkedIn and tried to find you, Phil, like tried to find <laughs> some background information. Uh, so, yeah, I was nervous. But when I got the call, I was just I was so excited. And, you know, to be honest, just looking back on these five years, I mean, man, like what a group. It, like how many episodes are we on now? Like 100? I'm looking 33, at the schedule. 133. 133. 133 episodes. And just so like to, to, to Maz's point, like. All the laughter, you know, like the, obviously the skeletons. Um, another one was when we had that drinking game. I don't know if you guys remember that when we played or when we watched
1: <laughs> The Day After Tomorrow. Uh, we, we had some rhyme Ice and some hoarfrost, but some of it was rhyme iced ice. And it was spectacular. I mean, just is, spectacular. Is that, mm. is that from Thor in the Dark World? <laughs> What'd you say about the frost
8: giants? The frost <laughs> giants. <laughs>
4: Phil, we had some rain showers the other day. That was pretty exciting here. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of cool.
8: Uh, Phil, are you watching a different film than us? (laughs) You just
4: got a second screen. Oh my god, that was funny. And then, uh, God, another moment we had. I think we all remember. You guys remember when I made that like weird moaning sound? And (laughs) I, I I forget what episode that was, but Uh, I, I, yeah, I remember that and I just, oh my gosh. And I didn't, I don't even know where it, like it, it, that was just like, it came out of my body somewhere. I don't know, but
1: Uh, the red cross water.
4: All right. Well, I got the red cross safety tube, which actually comes in a tube. Here's, here's the tube guys. It it comes in a tube. It looks like it can hold some tennis balls. So when you vent everything out, you could put tennis balls in that, but the first thing that I saw was the uh, they have a mer- emergency purified drinking water. I'm actually drinking that right now, huh. but it's pretty good. You know, it's 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 not the worst water. <laughs> oh, I just spilt it everywhere. That's all right. It's it's pretty good. You know, it's like it tastes like you know. It doesn't. T- it's not Brita quality. Absolutely not. Um, but, it's, but it's good. It's good. You know? Is there I'm, an emergency in- bib? No there's no actually the, well there's an emergency mask so you could wear this mask there's it's like a germ mask I believe oh, uh, yeah, yeah. okay yes yeah, so yeah, you could put absolutely. that on and then and then have the water underneath it so if you spill any water I, I don't think that's what this is for no but, Dr. Brady no no Dr. Brady no and then uh, another thing we have here is we have a tel- 12 hour uh, light stick or it's a so, sorry. Twelve hour. It's like a glow stick, basically a really powerful sure. glow stick that they put in there as well. So that's obviously got a taser, and they also have a whistle, uh, which I'll 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 demonstrate that to everyone. Oh. All operator. right, it's not really working. Nice. Need, oh, a, yeah, need a little more water. A little more, yeah, water. a little more water. Ah. Oh, Oh, the Red Cross water and, you know, Professor Hobgood literally going perfect in the hurricanes versus uh, supermodels, which I'm like, yeah, he knows (laughs) his hurricanes, but also he knows his supermodels pretty well. (laughs) You know, I mean, just and also just like the breadth of in in the, the different guests we've had on and Phil and everyone else on the show. This is kudos to you guys. Like we've had some of the biggest, if not the biggest names in the storm industry across the world. You know, like it's insane. That's crazy. I I could have never imagined to be on the same podcast talking in a in a in a you know virtual room face to face with guys like you know Jim Cantore, Janice Dean, some of these other just rock stars. Yeah, I would have never dreamed it. So I, I you know I want to thank you guys for this opportunity because it's amazing. I mean, some of you know, some of my childhood heroes I got to talk to, and I got to get some pretty awesome friends through the process too. Um, and, and that, that whole, you know, when he went to Oklahoma for a hundredth episode, that was amazing. I mean, it was, that was just wall to wall, amazing right before COVID. And I was like, that was, it, it was just, it was great to meet all you guys. And I think, I hope we have five, if not 10 more years, if not 20 more years of this. Yeah, Brady, we,
5: when, oh, sorry, Phil. No, go ahead. No, what do you got? I was going to say, Brady, when we were doing the, the day after tomorrow drinking game, and at the end of it, everyone was Sloshed, right? And then you're ask, hey, have you guys heard the uh that what is it, the recorder sound (laughs) to the intro? And you played that. Oh there it
6: is. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
9: Wasn't that awesome?
5: I can't remember a time in the past year I've laughed that hard. That was one of the funniest things. Oh, man. God. That was a good one. Jo- was a good Josh
0: one. Burnham's in the chat. He said, I was way too drunk after that.
5: <laughs> oh, man, we Josh, were. we all were. It was... Oh. That was... That was rough.
0: (laughs) So, so memory wise, and I'll tell you guys this, you know, it it was interesting because I I made a note. It was episode 22, Uh, episode 22. We had Reed Timmer and, you know, and I would say prior to that episode, you know, we we had had some background people from the Weather Channel. Um, You know, we had had a couple National Weather Service meteorologists. You know, and, and we were kind of wor- working up there a little bit. But um, when when I, I just I kind of remember and, and only because I, you know, I was big into watching Storm Chasers on Discovery Channel. And of course, that, that's where Reed um, really caught a big following. And so when he agreed to come on and Reed Timmer was coming on, for, for me, that was like, OK, our, our podcast, we're now getting there. And then episode 30, just eight episodes later, we had Jim Cantore on and, and that's kind of when I, you know, I knew, okay, we, we we've made it. Um, yeah. we're not just this little homie, you know, po- cause there's a lot of podcasts out there, people, and a lot of them are, sh- you know, and, and last for five episodes and then they quit, you know, and there's, yeah. they're nothing. And, and so the fact that, you know, we, we just had a couple weeks ago, we were rated number two in, apple podcasts wow. earth science um division or earth science uh what do you title or whatever we were number two category uh, is category, that out of three
3: or what are we talking Yeah, about? yeah. six and,
0: you know and and so that that's um and and so that's huge so so i just i remember that was pretty big and this you guys will get a kick out of this because you don't i don't think you guys know this mj and i might be the only ones that do um Back back around that Reed Timmer episode, a little bit, and and in the in the 30s episode 30s 40s, we all of a sudden out of nowhere we're going from like at this point we were maybe only getting a few hundred downloads <laughs> per episode at this point you know mm. it was growing but it was still all of a sudden we got like five thousand downloads yeah. for an episode. And then the next episode, another five thousand something, and it was crazy. So, it, and th- there was something going on, right? I mean, it. it, it, I, it yeah, was, I told because, my
4: grandma to spread the news of retirement home and because then, then it kind of
0: it dropped back down once, and then went back up, and then it, you know, dropped. And, it, and when it dropped, it dropped back down to the hundreds again, right? So, so there was something not exactly right going on there. I think the Russians were probably involved.
6: <laughs>
0: but yes. guys, listen to this. Epi- our record, our 24-hour download record, and that's all we can go off of, right, are these numbers, uh, was episode 34. In the first 24 hours, we had 5,518 downloads. Wow. And our guest was no other than Warren Madden. Wow. That's yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> right. Wow. So... so where those numbers came from, no idea. But but he holds a record <laughs> record for that. But
4: it, it wasn't physicist Edward Schaefer that wasn't <laughs> yeah, our that download so record. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like classic. what Garrett
5: says. Garrett says, "See, you guys make science fun, and that's why it endures." And that's oh. totally true. I mean, even though everyone has fun, I mean, you are talking about science at a very elementary level sometimes. No, sometimes. I'm but
3: wait, this but, is science. science.
5: <laughs> it is. You Jeez. don't realize it, but it totally is. <laughs>
3: All right, Dan. You know, so, you know, what stinks. Hold on, okay. my family. I, my family is like, hold on. They're like, 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 like I'm a scientist. They're like, <laughs> you're a scientist. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. Okay, yeah, that's man. That's all I wanted to say. All right, so yeah. Dan.
0: All right, Dan. I want to know from you what what was what you've you've been with us for a while because we um uh people may or may not know, but very early on in the show, uh we we did some partnerships with Dan and uh his business that that uh does some cool gear they do some cool storm spotting uh um items and and i one of the things that i still have dan is your laminated hail uh measurement guide i still have that in the back of my i got those too um but anyway so what have been some of your favorite memories and guests
2: oh i mean there have been a lot i mean cantori and Timmer and, uh, I mean, Janice Dean, some of the, the ones that, that have already been mentioned. I mean, just tons of guests. I mean, you you all have done very well in uh, scheduling them in. And I know you. Yeah. that takes a lot of dedication on your part uh, to keep the show going week after week and, and all the scheduling. and. Um, I mean, hats off to you, Phil absolutely. And
0: and so you, I want to know, Dan, what, what do you like most about the show? I mean, you've, you've been with us for a long time and been a big supporter and, um, I'm just always curious what, what we do have other people (laughs) that listen, but I always wonder why. (laughs) Uh, So so what, what do you, what is it about the show that keeps you coming back?
2: Well, uh, when we first spoke, um, you had mentioned the educational aspect and that's what, uh, kind of why we first started talking. And so that, you know, I I feel like the educational side of it is the most important um you know portion. It's it's to, it you know when when folks go out there kind of half cocked uh and don't know what they're doing, I think that's that's dangerous. So it there has to be some educational um uh, aspect to it. So
0: Cool. You're, you're going to like what's coming up then uh, with, with the chasers we have coming up. Uh, I, I will say this. Garrett uh, Beverly mentioned favorite shows, any of them with Picos, Hank, Reed, and Cantori. He said always good laughs and good info. Uh, Josh Burnham said uh, show with Brett Adair is probably his favorite. Um, and that was that was a relatively recent one that uh, we had Brett on. Uh, what else we got here? Phil, Phil, I
4: had no idea Picos Hank was so big, by the way, because I've been on a YouTube kick lately and I've been watching his, like I just discovered his videos and I was like, you know, his videos are getting like 5 million views. Was like, oh my God, this guy's like, and his videos are sweet. Like, oh man, it's, it's, I love it. I don't know, so, man. I, I had no idea.
0: So we've, we've had Picos on a couple times and, and he's going to be coming on uh, as part of this kind of educational, um, couple episodes we do. But, but it was hilarious. The last time we had him on, it was like a little round table with him, uh, with Daniel Shaw from yeah. Australia, Chaser from Australia, and Michael Binsky.
1: That was a great show. Uh, chaser photographer. Right. It, was,
0: it was a great show. And I went around and, and I, you know I always do the, hey, how can people follow you on social media and everything else? <laughs> and Pico said, just Google tornadoes. That's right. And literally, we, like, we all did it. Like, we quick jumped on and just Googled tornadoes, and sure enough, some of the first videos that popped up were Picos Hank and his <laughs> wow. YouTube site and all that stuff. And he
3: handles snakes. I'm like, dude, put the rattlesnake down.
0: What the uh, he's heck? That's hilarious. I love him. But You uh, know what also, what about Phil? you guys? Other memories you guys have?
3: We, hey, we also got to, like, have some huge kudos, you know, to, like, Greggle's. And like all the other freaks that aren't yep. on tonight, they yeah. really add a ton oh, to, yeah. to the whole show. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just a conglomeration of everybody. We miss them all if they're not on tonight so.
0: Yeah, and, and we went you know we, we decided to go um, we've been back and forth on this for for a while, but we decided probably near the beginning of the year that that we would schedule the co-hosts instead of just have whoever wants to come on come on. And that's only because once you get like eight or nine people on the show, it, it gets a little crowded and people are jumping in are talking in on top of each other a little too much. And uh, it gets to be a little too much. So so we just kind of started going back to going, well, let's just get uh, like six people on at a time uh, per episode and scheduling people. Cause it, it is great when we can get everybody. Um, but as far as a show, trying to do a show, it gets a little more difficult with that many people. But, mm. um, but I agree it's, you know, we, there's a number of them. Uh, Jen's not on tonight. Uh, Kim, Dina, uh, that, that are obviously big parts of our show. And, and as, Maz, you were talking about earlier, all bring something a little different, you know, everyone mm-hmm. kind of brings something different and fun. And, and, uh, that's kind of what makes every week, uh, certainly a good time
3: you know you know Phil also it makes it so real like when you have like Kelly Williamson you know rest in peace uh, being on and then it, I don't know how many episodes after that they all pass away mm-hmm. and it's like whoa it just really makes you know we have a lot of fun on the show but uh, Dan's right you know there's the science side of that and there's the you know there's there's this fun and the serious at the same time and and weather is serious you know you can have fun but these people that keep driving into floods or the stuff that can happen when you're chasing tornadoes, you know, my hat's off to all those storm chasers out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really that's, put that's themselves really in harm's
5: like, Yeah, that's why I really like weather fools, though. I mean, it's where you're teaching safety, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, you're reminding people to turn around, don't drown. You know, National Weather Service has been trying to push that message for you know, decades and get yeah. people to understand it. And it's, you know, we can reach more people and keep more people safe by saying, don't be an idiot. Don't and, be a weather and fool.
0: And we are Stormfront Freaks podcast is a member of the Weather Ready Nation. We're, we're a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. It's all official. We have a certificate uh, even for that. But I always joke that that's our contribution to the Weather Ready Nation is hashtag weather fools. it it is it it, totally is don't do this so hey quick uh you guys know um weather's warming up it's time for some new t-shirts and drink glasses at helicity.co slash s f f uh for stormfront freaks they've got a huge selection of weather themed summer merchandise including stormfront freaks shirts beverage containers and stickers all you got to do is go to helicity.co slash s f f and when you go there it's going to earn you five percent off your entire order uh, just go ahead and click on even the brands tab if you want to find all your stormfront freaks favorites again at helicity.co slash sff hey we're going to take our final break uh, when we come back we're going to do uh, a quick lightning round with the freaks that you're not going to want to miss <laughs>
3: Let's take a drive under the moon Let's take a drive under the somber sky Let's take a drive under the moon
7: Hi, my name is Dina Knightley, and I'm the co-host of Stormfront Freaks podcast, the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening device. And here's a message to get you weather ready. The spring season is here, and we want to prepare you for spring weather threats, which include tornadoes. Is your family prepared for severe weather? Practice makes perfect, which is why it's important to conduct a family severe thunderstorm drill regularly so everyone knows what to do if a tornado is approaching. The safest place in your home is your basement, storm cellar, or an interior room on the lowest floor with no windows. Don't forget the furry members of your family. Make sure your pets are included in your family emergency plan. For more information, please visit the NOAA Weather Ready Nation website at weather.gov forward slash WRN.
0: All right, everybody welcome back uh hey this is the fun part that uh, we've been doing on every show since episode one and it's called lightning round and it's usually always some kind of game show we'll we'll, we'll mix it up a lot uh we'll come up with our own stuff at times like uh joe Morofsky's uh ninja was ninja meet american ninja guy remember he's ninja warrior american
4: ninja warrior okay
0: american ninja warrior hey that yeah. was my
4: connection see that's right yes. see? good
3: job
0: and we Good brought job. um and, and we played uh, obstacle uh, toy or obstacle I don't I don't toys, remember? Yes. and it was, it was the <laughs> name it was the name of either uh, uh, american ninja warrior obstacle like the battering ram that was actually the name of a of an obstacle or it was the name of an adult toy
6: Dang. <laughs> Wow. And
0: and he he was flabbergasted. He he started laughing like, "Oh my God! I know that's an obstacle, but that sounds so dirty." Terrific! Uh, it, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> if you want, all right. The next one uh, it's called the little rooster. Oh, God. is that oh. is that a toy or an obstacle? I got. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> on. I'm going unknown.
1: Yeah, we're gonna say we're gonna say toy on that one.
0: <laughs> that is correct. Uh, that is, is a toy. Monster. All right, we got uh, the battering ram. Is oh, <laughs> that oh a God. toy or an obstacle? Gosh. That is so
2: incredibly awesome. Joe, because, I'm so sorry. Because it's an obstacle. That's it is an, sorry.
0: Sorry. An obstacle. That's it is an obstacle. Believe it or not, the battering ram is an obstacle. obstacle.
2: Oh, it's so good.
0: <laughs> the pole grasper. <laughs> the pole God. grasper.
7: You know, the more we get into this game, the more I realize now they should probably change the names of these obstacles. So,
0: yes.
3: That wait, is wait. an
1: obstacle.
0: That is, is an obstacle, is the pole this grasper.
1: Why the ladies are
3: not on the show tonight. This
0: is- <laughs> that could be possible. All right, the, the last one, Maz, this is for you. Oh, uh, God. No. The emoji <laughs> <no>. baiter. <laughs> the emoji baiter. <laughs> the emoji baiter. <laughs> Toy or obstacle? <laughs> Toy.
3: But yeah, and it was like halfway through. He's like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of really young kids who follow me. Oops. <laughs>
6: oh no, it's, it's an adult toy. Haven't we didn't say no what sense.
0: it did. We just said the name of right. it, right? It was Swing like the, the Tickle <laughs> Me daughter. Elmo or something, right? That's, <laughs> 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 All right, so here's what we're playing tonight, guys. Uh, we always call this our game show of flashy and brilliant questions. Uh, we're going to play it with the freaks tonight. Uh, tonight we're playing, and this is a, this has been a fun go-to Uh, Family Feud Late Night Edition. So Family Feud, but this is the uh, Late Night Edition. And just so you know, I did buy this at Target. So this is available uh, at Target stores. So I'm just going to go down the row. We're we're not going to play teams or anything like that. But I'm going to give you, uh, you know, top so many answers on the board. Name the whatever, right? So here's the first one. Uh, We got the top five answers on the board. What is something people only use once? What is something people only use once? And uh, Brady, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, circle gets the square. What, what is something people only use once?
4: Here's the deal. It's a late night edition. I'm sorry, but a condom.
0: And that would be number one on the board.
4: Wow. Very good. Well, I'm trying to one. win, baby. I'm trying to win.
0: <laughs> All right, Serena, you still got uh, two through five on the board. What do you use only once?
5: Toilet paper. Dang
0: number two that is number two uh very good so we still have uh three four five uh dan wallace three four five still on the board what what is something people use once only once
2: well serena took my answer so (laughs) um uh gosh
0: okay that we we got a time limit (laughs) yeah uh which is fine maz
3: Uh, Kleenex. No,
0: not on the board. Eh, Uh, MJ.
1: A feminine product.
3: Oh. Oh. When's the last time you used one, MJ? Tampon
0: is number three. Tampon is number three. So you got it. All right. So you guys got top three. Uh, Number four, toothpick. And number five, dental floss.
4: Hmm. Okay. Wait, I've reused good. dental floss. What? Why would you only oh. use it once <laughs> per tooth? Just put it back in, you know, plastic bag. It's good.
0: All right, we're, we're gonna do one more. One more. Okay, uh, we've got the top seven answers on the board. If you could replace any body part for a newer model, which would you choose? MJ, I'm starting with you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> replace any body part for a newer
1: model belly Dang it. stomach
0: stomach is number one good okay. job and and just let, let's clarify this for our listeners this doesn't necess- this isn't what you would want to replace right oh this this is top seven answers on the board you're just trying to guess what everybody's saying right right we'll, we'll make that clear all right maz <laughs> thank so you number i was number gonna say belly
3: button because uh, <laughs> i i would like an audi instead of the dog a car that's a no
0: uh belly button is not on the list i might have given you stomach if it wasn't already on the board all right dan wallace you got two through seven still up there what body what body part do you think people are trying to want to replace for a newer model
2: well i would want to replace my brain oh come on that was mine
0: oh that is not uh not not listed not listed Uh on the board all right i saved you brady weather serena you did
5: I'm I'm gonna say eyes because your vision goes. Probably want to be able to see stuff again.
0: That is not on the list. You guys no, are bombing this one. my Holy gosh! gosh.
4: Yeah. Um, all right, Brady. Uh, my leg hair. It's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. gonna give you legs. I'm gonna give you legs. Okay. People
0: want to replace yes. their legs. Uh, here's the ones you guys missed. Number two, boobs.
1: Oh yeah. Number yeah, three, a bit. butt.
0: Uh number five, yeah. heart.
1: Oh I Aww. thought of that. Yeah.
0: Six knees. I need that. Mm. Ooh, and me too. Last but not least, people four people wanted to
4: replace their penis. Nice. The what, what about
6: liver? <laughs>
4: like well, it's like liver. an IOS update, it just changes the software, it doesn't change the hardware. So
0: all right. Uh good job Dang. on that. You guys did awesome. Except yeah. not so much on that last one. You did really good on the first one. <laughs> All right, MJ. Hey, we got any, any uh, mail in the Freak Fan
9: Box? Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I had to unmute. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, so, um, so, so a a person on Twitter, Samuel, um, posed the question: What are weather podcasts you guys suggest on uh, suggest? And Dan, the weather guy, uh, suggested Stormfront Freaks in response to that. That was very nice, and. As did Angela Crager, who also uh, recommended us uh, as an answer to that uh, tweet about storm. Uh, sorry, um, weather podcasts that they recommend.
0: Dan, that, and Dan, then that wasn't oh, you, was it? Dan, the weapon. different Dan. We're not related. Different, yeah. <laughs> right. yep. Different mother.
1: Still owe them Mother's money. money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then JP Calb um, tweeted out um, looking for some help. Someone messaged their page at WX, the autism STRM asking for birthday gift ideas as their child is into weather and maps. Any good introductory books I should recommend? And I think I, I, we have a recommendation from our very own, uh, Serena Marie Arnold, the weather story as one. And then we have some others that we've had as guests as well. Right.
0: So I I have found out this after I suggested that I was uh, told that they're, they're a little bit older, like Okay. Maybe late elementary junior high age. Mm. So, you guys have any any ideas of of good weather books or um, anything with experiments
3: math? in them that are really cool that you can make that are easy. I think they would really like that. That always yeah, went over so well y-
0: even
4: for the older older kids?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. For
4: like have upper, them Sharknado. The kids love Sharknado. Just have them watch that. <laughs> give him a good education there goes the science part of the drinking edition (laughs) and that's why
0: brady doesn't do storm school anymore (laughs) Anymore. that's right (laughs) 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 good and hey i'll say this mj we still got to get so mj's uh youngest son graduated uh from high school yeah he did Uh, congratulations but remember he was the one that was like doing a paper on us remember he did i'm still still
1: waiting
4: for the results he hasn't he got an a-minus
1: he got
4: oh! Hey, minus yeah. Brady. What the heck? Yeah, Who was, he was the minus? Who was responsible for the minus? <laughs> with interview? It's probably mine.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, is that it for our uh, that, 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 yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Cool. All right. So, hey, uh, yeah. And if you guys uh, feel free to uh, write a review on Apple Podcasts and We'll add that on the next show. You can email us at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com uh, or just find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and uh, post something there. And uh, we'll take a look at those and we'll we'll any comments, questions you got, we'll add those to the next show. So uh, that just about does it for this uh, fifth year anniversary episode of Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening or watching these last five years. Before I announce our next guest, I always uh, talk about if you like the show, please subscribe or follow the Stormfront Freaks Network uh, on whatever podcast player you listen to. uh, Because when you subscribe or follow, it just means you're going to receive the latest episode of our show and El Ninos. uh, That'll be (laughs) delivered right to your podcast player the moment it gets released. Uh, You'll either get every week, you'll either get uh, Stormfront Freaks or you'll get El Ninos. So uh, don't forget to subscribe. Also visit patreon.com. Slash Stormfront Freaks, check out all the ways uh, that you can support us and how we can provide more for you. So whether it's our live access, uh, to be able to view and chat during our raw video recordings like tonight, uh, maybe it's the exclusive merch, like the, uh, the the cool hat. Now we're we're starting to send out to our EF5 level folks. Uh, or maybe it's, you want to actually join us, uh, and our guests in the green room tonight, Dan, our VIP, he just he joined us for the whole show. So nice. never, never know what's going to happen, but visit patreon.com slash freaks like Garrett and Josh, uh, who are on tonight. And you can also join the team and, and always want to say thank you to all of you that are supporting us, uh, it goes a long way to help us pay for a lot of the podcast and website uh, fees we got to pay and everything else. So thanks for doing that. Uh, Next episode, we're back in two weeks. We're recording live and raw for our Patreon members on Thursday, June 24th with the chair of the National Weather Museum, Pat Highland, is going to be with us. Uh, National Weather Museum is in uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Cool. Uh, So uh, he's going to join us, talk a little bit about the museum, what's at the museum, and, and some cool stuff there. The audio podcast will be up and available Sunday, June 27th. So for MJ, Maz, Brady, Serena, Dan uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear And uh, we'll see you guys next time Thanks for
6: joining
1: Awesome
7: Peace uh, Thank
1: you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio Or your favorite podcast app And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube For show notes, additional information about this episode As well as past and upcoming shows Videos, photos, merchandise and more Visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.